0: Hey Friends Pastor Buddy Chapman, thanks for tuning in. I hope you guys are doing good so far. Look, we're getting ready to kick off the live stream right here about 10 a.m. So go ahead and call somebody. And say, man, let's tune in and hear the word. We'll see you soon. We love you. Bye-bye. Hey, good morning, everybody. I hope you guys are doing good. We are always, always, always ready to praise the Lord around here. I hope you guys are ready as well. We're going to be talking about living the life that God gave us through the Lord Jesus Christ. We're going to start out with a little time to worship. I hope you guys enjoyed this. Clap, snap, sing along. We're going to do it to it. Let's get rolling. World shop fame Feel you touch upon my face? Holy Spirit, come and fill this place. It's time to wear a set. awesome, holy guy, it's time to wear a sale. Father, I'm the father, it's time to wear Jesus set us free. Yes, it is now. You love your children and it's plain to see Just about what you've done for me Once dead did the sin now I'm alive and well I'm bound for heaven and I'm free from hell This type of worship is an awesome holy God. It's time to sing our Father out above, it's time to worship. Because Jesus has set us free. Yeah, yeah. Let's sing about some victory now. Here we go. Oh, sweet victory. Be. Oh, sweet victory. Be. Oh, sweet victory. Oh, sweet victory and Jesus. Oh, sweet this defeat. we. the Lord I I love it I sing, praise to the King of Kings, you are my Amen. All right. Well, Ms. Tung is going to pray for us. That's if you get a chance, go ahead and grab your Bibles. We're going to start into the Word, and we are looking forward to it. Amen. Oh, Lord Jesus, thank you so much uh, that we can gather together. Lord, that we can uh, fellowship with one another. Uh, Lord, that uh, you have a message for each one of us this morning. Uh, be with Pastor Buddy as he brings it in power and in might. Uh, Lord, help us to tune our hearts and our ears uh, to what you have for us to receive and apply to our lives today. Uh, Father, I, I know that each and every week you're so faithful to bring a message to your children. And Lord, uh, we just thank you and we praise you and we are excited about what you have to share with us today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, we're going to get all tuned in here. What we've been doing as we've been doing, just mainly live streaming, I asked everybody if you could hear me and, and see us good and everything. Give us some thumbs up, give us some love with some uh, hearts and things like that. And we're going to get this thing rolling because we're going to be talking about living life, living the life of abundance. So, you guys got your Bibles? Go ahead and break them out and we're going to walk through the Word of God. So, I want I want to share a few things this morning and really ask you about this. I've been thinking a lot about this this week. We have really, as a nation, as a church, and just individually, uh, had a lot going on the last couple of months. And so a lot of the messages that we're doing now is to really encourage us to press in, lift up, look up, and hold fast to what God has has been birthing in us over the time for for a time such as this. So I I want you to know this, that even though our world may be turned upside down, God is always on the throne. So I hope you guys are encouraged with that. So when I think back some of the things that we might have been going through in the last little bit, I think about this, you know. Many of us have been sent home from our jobs. Some with, with no support at all. Unemployment's going through the roof. Many of us look at our 401k, and that thing's bottomed out. And so what I'm getting at is a lot of things that we had somewhat confidence in in the world have been flipped on its ear over the last couple of months. But I'm here to tell you that God never changes. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So be encouraged with with all that. But, you know, a lot of times, you know, we just really get concerned. i say... Concern. WE DON'T HAVE TO WORRY, WE NEED TO BE LISTENING, WE NEED TO BE LOOKING, AND IF WE WANT THE TRUTH, LET ME JUST SAY THIS, IF WE WANT THE TRUTH, WE NEED TO GO TO GOD'S WORD. I THINK IT'S GOOD TO BE INFORMED, BUT YOU KNOW SOME OF THE THINGS and THE REPORTS THAT WE GET NOWADAYS, THEY'RE ALL OVER THE BOARD. ONE THING I CAN TELL YOU FOR SURE IS WHEN WE LOOK INTO THE WORD OF GOD, IT WILL ALWAYS, ALWAYS, ALWAYS HOLD TRUE. SO WITH THAT, I'M GOING TO ASK YOU SOMETHING. Today, where is your hope? Where is your focus? Where over this last little bit, where has the majority of your time been spent? Is it worrying? Is it eating? Is it uh, encouraging others? Is it reading the Word of God? Where is it? Have you just about finished Netflix? I mean, what's going on? I want I want you to take a little inventory. And just, you know, think about what have you really been doing? But I, I tell you, I, I pray that through this, I've been saying this right along. This has kind of been my theme. I pray that through all this, that during this time, it doesn't make us bitter. We use this time to make us better and come back strong. So I really think sometimes when, when difficult times come on, it's kind of like your computer. Sometimes you just got to give it a hard reset. And allow everything to get back and, and start on that foundation again. And I pray today that, you know, through these difficult times and these uncertain times, I want you to cling to the one who is always certain. I want you to cling to the one that has your back, has your side, has your front, and has a plan for your life. So with that, I, I tell you what, I hope you guys will take a few notes. If you want to take a few notes, I got four points that I want to drive home today. And we're going to break out the word uh, live, Right? And we're going to break it out in four little sections. We're going to talk about love, the love of God. We're going to talk about investing and focusing on God. And we're going to talk about victories. And we're going to talk about encouragement. So I want to ask you this. How many people are actually living in peace? Are we living in pieces? There's a big difference. Today, I want you to know, if you feel like you just your world's in pieces, I want to tell you about one that loves you, that one that cares about you, the one that gave his life for you on the cross of Calvary, poured out of his blood for our sin debt, rose on the third day, and is willingly and waiting for you to call on the name of Jesus. So that's the message always that it's all about Jesus. So with that being said, we're going to get ready to jump on in. We're going to kind of cut through a few things. And I think it's really time for us in, in our spirits to rise up. Rise up in the power of Holy Spirit that lives in us. Rise up and be a witness to the world. We should not be looking like the world. We should be looking more and more like Christ, especially, I want you to hear that, especially in our crisis. So if you like that, give us a thumbs up, give us a heart, and we're going to roll into the first point I got. Well, let me go ahead and read this. Excuse me, I'm getting ahead of myself. Look at this. I love this scripture. It's probably one of my favorite scriptures, which I have many. But listen to this. Isaiah 26, 3, it says, you will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you, all whose thoughts are fixed on you again let's start out from this 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 platform where is your mind focused what are you watching what are you investing in let's go ahead and jump in I pray that we're investing in the love of God amen so our first one I want to ask you about today are you confident in his love think about this if somebody was to ask you to tell them about the love of God what would you say I know for me, I used to just start pointing to the cross, the love of God. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. But here's the thing. Are you confident in his love? I talk to folks all the time, and a lot of times, I want you to hear this, a lot of times we, we base the love on our earthly father, our heavenly father, is based. people want to um, base it against the love of their earthly father. That's not a good thing to do because I tell you this, even though we try to be good dads and everything else, there's sometimes we miss the mark. If you want to look at the perfect love, you got to look to God's word. You got to look to Christ himself and look to the father. I want you guys to hear that today. We can be confident in our love that God has for us because once you have that confidence, you can start building a life that will impact generations, that will impact your work, that will impact your family. But you've got to be sure. And how do you understand that we can be sure of that? We look in the word of God with confidence, the love of God. Let's move on a little bit here. So we go back here, and I'm going to go and pull out selective scriptures that I've been studying this week to share with you. And it says in Isaiah 12:2, surely God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord God is my strength and my song. He also has become my salvation. Now, I want to talk to you a little bit about that today. Look how the prophet Isaiah frames the words around his heart. Can you speak that, that verse from your heart? Hey, surely God is my salvation. I'm going to tell you what, friends. That's what we have. That's all we got. And he is more than enough. There's one way to heaven. There's one way in a personal relationship with our Heavenly Father. Is through a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. I often talk to people and a friend of mine said somebody said something the other day to him. He said, hey, man, I I know you're real religious. You're more religious than me. And, you know, we got to start where everybody is and stuff like that. But my friend was real quick, and I say the same thing. It's not religion. It's a relationship. It's not a bunch of rules. It's a relationship. And I pray today as we go through some of these scriptures that Holy Spirit will prick your heart and draw you closer and closer to him. And today, if you you take a deep, deep look into your heart and realize that Jesus is not there, we're going to show you how through faith God will come into your life and encourage you amen so let's take a look at this moving right along salvation what does that mean to you i want to, i want you to think about that because we need to look at what does it mean to you hey some people say well i'm going to heaven okay it means I'm, I'm i'm cool everything's great everything's good what does it really mean to you? We're gonna talk a little bit about that. I wanna ask Tim to, we're gonna have a little interaction today, okay? So Tim's gonna let me know what you all are saying. He's watching the screen, everything. What does salvation mean to you? I'll give you a few minutes. Type it out and we'll talk about it a little bit. So let's take a look at this. I'm gonna to go to the next slide and Tim, you holler if somebody wants to talk to us, all right? The definition really means this here to rescue the context of the word throughout the Old Testament where Isaiah is speaking this, is to rescue someone from his enemies, a trouble or illness. Let me ask you today, have you been rescued by the love of Christ? Have you been rescued by the blood of Christ? He poured his blood out to purchase us out of our sin. So today, I hope when you, you listen to this message, that you are secure in your salvation by putting your faith and trust in the finished work of the cross. You, you say, buddy, you say that all the time. That's the message. The truth never changes, but the truth will change us and take us and mold us into who we're supposed to be, who God desires us to be so that we can impact the kingdom for others. Let's take a look here. As we roll along, i got some more scriptures that you want to underline these. Write them down. Come back and encourage yourself in those as the day goes on. Philippians 4, 7 says this. Look at this. In the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ. So think about this. What really happens when you focus on the word of God? The love of God should come to the forefront. the, The peace of God. Let me ask you this. Is there anybody listening today? that could use the peace of God in their, their life? I know I can. Where do you go for peace? Some people go to the world. Some people go to the movies. Some people go and try to strengthen their self. But I'm going to tell you what, we have the ability of strengthen ourselves in the word of God through a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. I hope you guys are encouraged with this so far. It's going to get more better, more better. So look at this, as we go through this and think about that God has rescued us, that God protects us, that he keeps us, that he brings healing to us. When you grasp that, you really start to begin to live. I heard a guy say one time, there's so many people that die at an early age and not buried till later. And what he meant by that is so many of us go through this life and don't live it. I'm not willing to go through this life and not live it. That does not mean being reckless. That does not mean being self-centered and careless. Actually, it means the opposite of, that, opposite of that. So I pray as we look at this, take an inventory. This is what we've been doing the last few weeks is really taking an inventory of our hearts, taking an inventory of the love of God for the children of God. Think about this here. Does the, path, the, the, the peace of God surpass all your understanding? That's amazing. When we go through different things sometimes as a believer, it doesn't mean that we don't grieve, our heart doesn't hurt, or anything else. But I tell you what it does tell us this, is that we can walk boldly to the throne of grace and keep moving. How you doing over there, Tell me, You got anything? Yeah. Um, Paula Kaiser Belvin says uh, salvation is encouragement. Good. Paula says it's encouragement. Good deal, Paula. Miss, um Karen says it's a gift from God. A gift from God. From Karen says it's a gift from God. I love it. And Gail said, it's a delivery and protection of heart." See, that's what I love to engage. It's a preaching and a teaching. You're all doing great. And I appreciate you guys sharing those things. Because as we walk through this, we learn from each other. We encourage each other. It brings forth unity and power. And that's today, just as we're talking right here in Philippians 4, 7. I'm going to read it again. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and your minds. In Christ Jesus, we have to watch what we're letting in our eye gate and our ear gate, what's coming out of our mouth. We need to renew our mind with the word of God, with the truth of God. He rescued us. He's our deliverer. He's the one that sets us in the family, and it is truly a gift of God. I appreciate you guys so much. That's awesome. Let's keep on rolling here. Next, we're going to take a look at this. Loving one another. Woo! When we think about the love of God, are we really loving one another? Love is an attribute of God. Love is a core aspect of his character. People should know us by our love. We're going to talk about that in a little bit, our love for others. When you go, let me, let me just break this. I'm going to park here for just a minute. When you go through a situation with your spouse, with your workmates, with somebody on customer service, I don't care how it is, are we responding in love to one another? Now, I tell you this. I'd like to sit here and tell you, oh, every time Pastor Buddy just does that. I tell you this. That is my goal, and that is my desire. But all of us fall short. But I tell you what, I can tell when I'm not spending as much time with God, when, when, when things come up, it starts to flare up. I want to be diligently pursuing the Lord through his word, spending time in worship and time in prayer, and allowing God to, to renew and reflect things in my heart. He might say, hey, you know, buddy, you really didn't handle that situation the best. Hey, you know what? There's times i got to call somebody back and go, Hey, man, you know, I'm sorry about that. And and I don't, here's something else. Don't blame it on everybody else. Stand up if God is showing you that there's something that you need to to go back and put before somebody and ask for forgiveness. Be bold enough through the power of the Holy Spirit to do it. Because I'm going to tell you what, it's a blessing all the way around. Because that person right there is going to say, God is working in their life. Are we loving one another? Are we walking this thing out? I talked about this scripture just a minute ago. I'll pull it up on the screen. 1 John 4, 7, it says, Dear friends, let us continue, not start, not let, just go for a while. He said, let us continue to love one another, for love comes from God. Anyone who loves is a child of God and knows God. But anyone who does not love does not know God, for God is love. We could just breeze through that. I was teasing with Tim earlier. i want to do it. Hey, what would happen if I did this? I said, hey, how y'all doing? That's good. And then I come back in and I'd go, hey, I just want to tell you about Jesus. Hey, um, yeah, don't forget to, uh, you know, uh, say your prayers. He said, buddy, what are you doing? How often do we actually do that with God? I'm going to show you what I mean. How often do we just do a drive-by in his word? Uh huh, yeah, I mm-hmm, gotta do this. Well, I gotta get to work, yeah. Uh, do we set time aside? Instead of running in and out, flipping through the pages, are we actually allowing God's Word to multiply the fruit in our hearts? Hey, you know what? Today, I pray that we steady our life and just take a minute and soak in the love of God. But often, just like my little illustration, we're too busy running to the store. We're too busy running here, running there. I want to encourage you, if you're going to run, run to the feet of Jesus. That's where you're going to find your encouragement. If you're doing good, hit a thumbs up. If you're doing better, hit a, hit a heart and a like, all right? Share the message. So the first thing we talked about was love. Now we're going to roll on to invest. Let's talk about that. 1 John four sixteen, And it says... We know how much God loves us, and we have put our trust in His love. God is love, and all who live in the love live in God, and God lives in them. That just echoes what we just saw a little, little bit ago in, in the verse uh, 7. Look at this here live in love, live in God. The title of, title of our message today is Live. Are you living, or are you existing? You say, well, I'm just I'm getting by. How many of y'all heard of this? You talk, how's it been going? Well, we're hanging in. Okay, I'm not telling you to lie about something or whatever like that. I'm telling you to take an inventory of your life. And if we're just getting by, couldn't we take a look at this and say, wait a minute. God woke me up today. I have that salvation that we talked about. What did we say it was? Many of y'all shared that. You said it's a deliverance. You said it's a rescue. You said that it's, it's peace. You talked about how it's a gift from God. You talked about all these different things. Is your life reflecting that gift? Is my life reflecting that gift as I live? People don't care about what you say if your words and your actions don't meet up in the middle. You can say a whole lot of stuff, but if your feet are not following through on your statement. People just, just, just void it out. I want my words to match my walk. That is my prayer. Some days are better than others, but I want to live the gift that God has given us. God lives in them. Does God live in us? I pray that people see that and people know that you are his, that you've been with Jesus. Let's keep on rolling. Look at this. I wrote this a while back. It says, living a spirit-filled life is investing the love of God, poured into you in the hearts of others. So what I'm saying is this. You're taking what God pours into you and you're pouring it back into others. Are you mentoring anybody? Are you being mentored by somebody? It's that, that relationship that God has put us into family so that we can help one another, we can use our gifts together so that the kingdom of God will continue to, to take hold and grow and reach all over the world and save souls. Look at this. Living a spirit-filled life is investing the love of God that he poured into you and investing it back into the hearts of others. Are you quick to give grace? Are you quick to give mercy? Or do you want to just drive home? Drive home the the, the people missing the mark. Driving home the, the shortcomings and mistakes of others. Let me tell you, God forgave you. How much more should we be sharing? The love of Christ. He said, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. I want you to hear that today. We are in this thing together, but the Lord pulled us out. Everybody doing good. Click a message. Look at this here. Click a thumbs up. God, I give you my mind. Here you go. I, I, I wrote this down. I'm going to pull these guys out a little bit. I'm going to walk through these and share, you, share with you a little something. Let's look at this here. I hope you can see that on the screen, and I'm going to read them. What would happen if we took the first five minutes of our morning, every morning, and we prayed like this? God, I give you my mind. Renew it with your truth. God, I give you my mind. Renew it with your truth. That means I'm going to set my my mind on the things of God. I'm going to set my focus at at the feet of the Father. I'm going to focus in on what God has done for me. I'm going to move forward. What about this? Keep my eyes focused on what really matters to you. Are your eyes focused on what really matters to God? What about when you're in the store and they only got a little bit of supplies and you take them all or do you leave some for somebody else? Do you check on your neighbor? Do you call your friends and family and see if they need anything? Think about this. Keep my eyes focused on what really matters to you. What really matters to God? I think what really matters to God is people see the love of Christ through the children of Christ. Look at this. We're going to move on. Take my heart and make it new. That'll preach right there. So many times through the news and the noise and everything else, if we're not careful, we allow that to come into our life and start filling our hearts with hate and bitterness and discontent, with worry, with fear, with doubt. I'm telling you today, allow the power of God's love, the blood of Christ, and the power of his Holy Spirit in you to wash over you and prepare a new heart in us. Lord, use my hands. May may they be an instrument to serve you and strengthen others. You know, a lot of times when I I see different things, a lot of times you can see somebody with their attitude, maybe even physically, push people away from them. You're getting too close. That's this, this, and that. All these different things. I'm talking about relationship-wise. Sometimes people build the wall instead of building a bridge. Lord, use my hands today to To do your work and do your will. Lord, use my hands today to help somebody up. Lord, use my hands today to strengthen others as we go through this. Take a look at this. Use my hands to be an instrument, like we said, to serve others and strengthen others. Come back and look at this. And take my feet, Lord. Lead me on the path I should go. I need you in every area of my life. I like to say it this way. Lord, I need you in every step that I take. I need you in every breath that I breathe. Lord, I need you in every blink of my eyes to see the best in somebody else. Lord, help me to use my hands to to reach out and pull up. Not to push away or to point, but to reach out. And if I do point, Lord, help me to check my heart, that new, renewed heart that I point them to you. That I point them to the cross. That's an investment that we can make. When people think about investing, they think about, oh, money and stocks and all that. Hey, that's a whole different deal. I'm telling you today are you investing the love of Christ that He poured into you, into others, with your family, with your spouse, with your workmates, with your neighbors, with perfect strangers? That's a question that we'll all have to answer one day. I think I'd rather answer it now and say, Lord, if there's something in my life that you want me to adjust, show me because I want to walk. In the victory. So Look at this here. I said, our life journey is not just built on one victory, but on continual victories. I love this. When I started writing this out, I was going to just write victory, and the Lord said, oh, you only got one victory? He laid that on my heart. You walk in victories. Now, our major victory was one at Calvary, when Jesus Christ came into this world and lived a life without sin, and he willingly gave his life For us, He traded places with us. He laid down his righteousness and took up our sinful nature and and let it be dealt with on the cross. He poured out his blood. He died on the third day. They buried him in a tomb and he rose on the third day. They buried him and he rose on the third day. Let me tell you today, that's the victory. But we continue to walk in victories each and every day when we build from that platform of love, and we invest. Now we walk in the victories. Look at this. Not one, but many. I believe every time we open our eyes and take a breath, it's a victory. Look at this. Your greatest victory is still to come. I really believe that. You say, well, what do you mean? I, I, I look at things. I think things are going to be better. I think as we grow in the Lord that things are going to be better. Even if they don't. we don't see it here. Isn't it far more better to grow in your relationship with the Lord than gain anything of this world? I know Paul said it's all rubbish. Many of y'all know I lost my mom about five or six months ago, and my mom and dad, for whatever reason, saved every single thing they could find because they came apart, and you never know what they might have to, to, to fix or lean on or things like that. But I can tell you, over the last couple of months, I understand what Paul meant. This world doesn't offer anything compared to the riches of Christ. It's just stuff. I'm not saying I'm preaching against stuff, but I'm going to tell you what. When you get your life in in the proper order where it's God first and family and ministry, all the other stuff is just stuff. Let me tell you what. It's actually really just a resource to invest in others to bring victory in their life. Let's keep on rolling. The greatest victory is to come because when we take our last breath here, we'll take our first breath with Jesus as a believer in him. Some of the brightest blessings come on the darkest days. Now, I'm going to tell you that right now. That's amazing. As we look through Isaiah and things, he was talking different things in the Old Testament. There's things about the Passover. It was pretty dark before the, when the death angel passed over God's people. Hey, it was pretty dark at Mount Sinai before God spoke and gave Moses his his personal love letter to his people. It was pretty dark on Friday, but on Sunday, it was shining bright when Jesus overcame the grave. You see what I'm saying? So if you're in a dark time right now, keep looking up. Keep pressing in. Your victory is coming through the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to encourage you today. Let me tell you what. As we spend time in the Word of God, it's a win. And let me also tell you this. I've sat with enough people and lived long enough to realize that things don't always turn out the way that we desire. And there's things that we don't understand this side of heaven. But I'm going to tell you what. I can promise you this from walking with the Lord for well over 20 years. As you go and you grow and you trust God, you'll be able to take a sneak peek back and say, God was there to carry me through. God was there to hold me. God was there to lead, God and direct me. Even in the toughest times, your weakest moments, God is still God. We got victory in the Lord Jesus Christ. Look at this. The Lord God is the God of our gaps. He's not just the mountaintop God. He's all God. So when you're in the valley, he's still God. When you're up coming up the hill, he's still God. When you're going down the hill, he's still God. He's not willing to, to let go of you. He hasn't lost any of us. But I tell you what, just like again, I'm going to go back to that little deal today, that little illustration. We run in, we run out. We run in, we run out. We run in, we run out. Friends, I want to tell you again, I want to encourage us to run to the throne of God. Come boldly to the throne of grace, the Bible says. We can do that through a relationship with the Lord. This is going to help somebody today. Hit a thumbs up, hit a heart. Let me know you're still with me. Somebody, let's take a look at this. Psalm 73. Love this verse. Look at this. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is my strength of my heart and my portion forever. I want to tell you what. Does your flesh sometime fail? Can I get an amen? Somebody write it down and pass it on. Does your heart sometimes just get overwhelmed? But God is the strength of my heart. That's what the psalmist said. Can you say that? We talked about the love of God. Are you confident in the love of God? Are you investing in the things of God? Are you walking in the victories of God? Because if you are, we could turn around and say this as well for ourselves. But God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Forever forever. That's a long, long time. And let me tell you, it's better to get it straight today. Don't let things... I'm going to just say, say this for a minute. Don't let the things with your family go on if they're not right. If you could be a piece of the solution, which I believe you can. You can call. You can pray. You can forgive. And you can keep moving and pointing to Jesus. If it's at your workplace... Hey, allow the forgiveness of God, the strength of God, the victory of God to be on display. You say, well, buddy, I'm not working right now. Guess what? Build up your your strength in the Lord now. So when you go back that your light is so bright and you go back and you can tell him, look how God made a way when every other thing shut down. I can tell you what, in the last six months, I have seen God move in such a mighty way in my life. And God is no respecter of her character. Let me tell you what. That's just the grace of God. The things in the system and the things in the situations that, that I tried to lean on that were there that I thought were going to help me out did not. It failed, and it failed. My wife said, don't seem to be too worried. I said, I'm not because this is just a greater opportunity for us to see God shine on the other side. And I'm here to tell you, God's shining. I'm so grateful for what God has been doing in my life, in the life of our church. We miss you guys. We keep on rolling. We keep on putting the message out through the Philippine ministry. Pastor Nick and all his team are reaching people for Christ over and over every day through you sharing this message. It makes a difference through your giving, through your faithfulness, for, for just being all about God. Let me tell you, that's victory right there, my friend. Let's keep on rolling. If you're doing good, give us a, a like and a share, all right? Let's go on. We're going to get ready to bring it home in a minute. Talking about some encouragement. You encouraged Tim? Tim's, he's encouraged. Let's do it. I'm going to give you some scripture here that I believe that will really anchor some encouragement and strength in your heart. Look at this. First Peter 3 says, finally, all of you have unity of mind, sympathy, brotherly love, and a tender heart and a humble mind. How often do you see that? I'm going to tell you what, you don't see it in the world. We should be seeing it in the word. And as the word works in our heart, we should be able to apply that and take it into the world and change things. Because you know what? You are a difference maker. You say, well, how do you know, buddy, you never met me? I know this. I know that if you're seeking after the Lord and God has has worked in your heart and we apply the truth of the message even today and the truth of God's word, that you will be an encouragement to somebody even when you don't even think so. I've had people over the years tell me, you know, people watch your life as a Christian. Sometimes they watch it because they want to see what you're doing. Sometimes they want to, want to see if they, you really believe what you believe. I had a guy send me something the other day on Facebook that I met years ago. And we always got along. And I know that we're friends on Facebook. And he believes different things and political things and this and that. Just, just different mindset. But you know what he said the other day? He said, buddy, I know we don't always agree on everything. But. I see you still walking out what you believe. I kind of paraphrase that right there. But let me tell you what. Even if people don't believe what you believe, they'll respect what you believe if you live it out. Somebody say amen. Look at this. I pray that we are of the unity of one mind. I pray that, there, that we can be sympathetic, not pushovers. We can show the love of, of Christ, that we can have a tender heart, not weak. Not, being humble does not mean being pushed over. That means giving God the right priority in our life so that others will see him through your life. Somebody say amen with a thumbs up. Let's keep on rolling. You got me rolling, Timmy. Here we go. Philippians 2.2, 2, complete my joy by being of the same mind. Look at this. Our focus, our mind. Look at this. Having the same love, being in full accord in one mind. You see this in business partners. You see this in relationships and everything else. You can't walk together if people are walking apart. Bring it back to the common denominator of Christ first. And then move from there. Because if Christ is first, Holy Spirit's going to be working and tilling the, the, the soul of our heart and showing us about having a tender heart and showing us about being a, of humble mind. Not a pushover. Not a pushover. But a platform for Christ to grow from. Let's keep on rolling with this here, Colossians three fourteen. And above all these, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. Man, I tell you what, when you think about that, there's nothing more beautiful than hearing people harmonize and singing. They're all in one accord. They're not singing the same tone so much, but but the same note, but they're different octaves of it. And I love that. You know, Miss Tanya has been trying to teach me that for years, and every now and then I can hit it. But usually I'm just like, wow, that really sounded good when those per- people over here were doing that. That really sounded good when they were all blended in. God wants our life to be in harmony with the Word of God. God wants our life to be in harmony with one another because I'm going to tell you what, when we clothe ourselves with the love and righteousness of Christ, we can walk in that harmony. And God's love and God's light is reflected. That ought to encourage somebody. Let's bring it on home here with this. 2 Corinthians 13 says, finally, brothers, rejoice, aim for restoration, comfort one another, agree with one another, live in peace, and the God of love and peace will be with you. Do you see much of that going on right now? You flip that through the channels, do you see much of that? I tell you what. Through sharing this message and other ones like this that are based on the foundation teaching of the Lord Jesus Christ, you can do that. You can turn around and and, and forward that out to somebody. You know, I often wonder about this. I see people week after week, watch, 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 and, and I'm glad you do. What does it take for you to share the message? What does it take for you to share the button, hit the share button? You know, one of your friends in your friend group might need to hear this. And I pray that you do that and we share that today and God gets the glory. Because I want to be an encouragement. I want to share the love of God. I want to invest in you. I want to invest in the things of the kingdom. I want us to walk in the victories of God. And I want us to be the encouragers that God has called us to be. Because we want to live. Let's bring it on home here. Take a look at this. i got a few things to share as we get ready to bring this home. I had a question here, and I, I, I want to share it with you. What do kingdom people look like? What do kingdom people look like? Think about that. Are we looking to God? Do we look like a representative as we represent Jesus to others? That's what we should look like, Church. You know what? And we can't do it on our own. It's got to be through the power of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's it's us submitting lordship to Jesus and God the Father working in our life and cultivating us through the power of the Holy Spirit to show how God has been working in each one of us. I'm going to unpack a few things here. I said the word, word of God is like a chalk line in our life. Lord, help us to walk it. You said, what do you mean? I know a lot of times you see carpenters pop that chalk line and they want to go right down that and saw that board. They got to get that angle just right. The word of God to me is that chalk line. This is the truth. This is what the creator of the universe has given us and told us. Let's walk it out. Let's walk it out. Let's continue to share the love of Christ. Let's keep on rolling. You know, I think a lot of times God, when we walk through different things, allows us to go through certain things and to be in certain places for a time such as this. Something I really try to do is lean in to the power of the Spirit, especially when we're out and about, Lord, who is it that you want me to share something with? It's been several months back, me and my buddy Chris and my youngest son Jesse went to Miami to see a, a, a game and spend some time there. And I've got experience with something totally new to me called Uber that's pretty cool. So we were waiting for a ride and they were supposed to give us a ride back from the, from the hotel and everything else. And we were just using the shuttle. And my son's like, dad, let me take care of this. He went bloop, 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 bloop. And we took 10 steps and we got a ride with our Uber driver. Now I'm thinking this is pretty cool because you know what I'm saying? I got somebody to share Jesus with. So you know, I did. So as we rode, I got to talk to the guy about what he believed and how he was doing and what was going on. And I got to share my faith with him and I got to pray with him. And guess what? When we came back, we got a different Uber driver and I got to share about Jesus and I got to pray with him and I got to talk to him. Hey, guess what? I had more fun in the Uber rides than anything else we were doing because God was giving me a chance to live, to love, to invest, to share the victories and bring some encouragement through Christ. Every day, every way, everywhere, I believe God gives us an opportunity to reach people. And I pray today that we continue to look into the eyes of Christ and live. I want to read this scripture and get ready to bring it home here. You will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you, all whose thoughts are fixed on you. Friends, I want to ask you a question. What are you trusting in? What is your mind fixed on? I pray today through the message that something was said to encourage you. Something was said to say, man, I need to dig into what Buddy's saying today. Not because Buddy's saying it, because it's the truth of God's word. Look in God's word to see it for yourself. I'm trusting today that this message is going to transform somebody's life. That this is going to save somebody's life. They're going to pass from death to life. They're going to call on the name of Jesus. So, friends, let me tell you how we do that. We qualify in Christ. In the midst of your crisis, in the midst of whatever's going on, I don't care about your past. I don't care about what's going on in your life this minute. I'm telling you that God is love and God is willing to bring you the message of salvation. What do we say? It's rescue. It's a gift. It's deliverance. Lord Jesus, I ask you today to bring deliverance and encouragement to those that are listening. You say, buddy, what do I need to do to receive that, that, that rescue, that gift? That, that gift?" I'm going to tell you, it's by grace through faith that you are saved. It's it's, it's by us trusting in the finished work of Jesus Christ. So today, if you're here and you've never put your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, I pray that today is the day that you do. I pray that today is the day that you say, Lord, take my eyes and let them focus on you. Lord, take my hands and let them be uh, something to strengthen and help somebody. Lord, take my heart and renew it. Lord, take my feet and have me to walk in the way that is pleasing to you. But let me tell you what, it starts with this. The Bible says that we confess our sin and believe in our heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, we will be saved. Let me tell you, friends, there's a point that a man wants to die than the judgment. We're going to have to stand before the Lord. A lot of times people say, well, are you sure you're going to heaven, buddy? Absolutely. Why? Because you're a preacher? No. Why? Because you're a nice guy? No. Because I have come to the understanding by faith and received what Jesus Christ did for me personally. And he's done it for you. The question is, have you received it? So I'm asking you today, if you died today, do you know for sure you'd go to heaven? If the answer is, well, I hope so, or maybe so, Listen close to me. You can know so. The Bible says if we turn from our sin and put our faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, we will be saved. If we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus, Lord, come into my life. I believe you're the Son of God. Today, I want to offer this up to you guys through the power of what God has done. I'm just sharing the message. I'm just the messenger. I just want you to hear the message. And the Bible says if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus... Believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead. You see, you keep repeating that. I said, yes, I want you to hear it. Ask the Lord, Lord, forgive me for my sin. Lord, come into my life today. I'm putting my faith and trust in the finished work of the cross. Today, friends, if that's something that you've done, hey, let us know about it. Share the message. We love you. We'll see you soon. Have a great day. Bye-bye.